Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food. Food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Hey everybody! Welcome to Marriage and Fucking Martinis. I, w- I was gonna do that. <laughs> I was gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> but you don't start. So how were you gonna do that? I was gonna do it after you did. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, I wrote it. All right, let's start over. <sighs> hey everybody! Welcome to Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hey, welcome to Motherfucking Marriage and Martinis, <laughs> bitches. Very, um, <laughs> Or if you're a new listener, welcome to the first and last Marriage and Martinis episode you'll probably ever listen to. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so I hope we sound okay. I don't know. I mean, we're still getting over the COVID, so. Uh, okay. Right? No? I, I'm, I'm all right. I mean. Are you, like, are you back? Are you done? Am I back? I'm back, baby. You're 100%. I'm like well, 90. I, you know, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you took longer this time. Well, not this time. This was your first time. Yeah. Oh my god! And you first went on that rant about never getting sick, <laughs> like on the last episode. You were like, "I haven't gotten sick in four I know, years." That was the enough. dumbest thing you've ever done. Right? Now I believe in that because for the last month I've been saying I haven't been sick in four years, mm-hmm. and I've been saying it quite frequently. No, we really thought you were the chosen one. It was bizarre, mm-hmm. and. Bam, Ian brings it home. You get it. I'm a day behind you. And look, all right. That was my fourth time <laughs> having COVID. Like, are, is there like an award for that? Yes, you're the anti-chosen one. I am the anti-chosen <laughs> yes. one. No, it's because when they come to my room, you know, they come in my room. Mom, I'm sick. Can I sleep with you? Can I, you know, like they just, yeah. it's all coughing in my face. And that's why I keep getting it. Well, Jonah hasn't had it yet. Right? He's that still, we know of. Right. So it's not been enough. But look, all right. So my view on COVID still has not changed so much. You know, I called it a cold. Look, I know a lot of people had it seriously and severe and all uh, of that. Oh, you mean like all the ones who died? Yes. Okay. But now oh, we're talking. <laughs> this is going to be bad on so many levels. All I'm saying is, here's my view on COVID for me, for Adam personally. Yes, right? just for Adam. Yes, I have nothing to Adam. do with this. <laughs> it, what, it, I've been way more sick in my life. I was, I had, you know, a, a fever for two days, but this was the longest I've ever been sick in my life, right? It lasted a good, it's still going. Like, I still have it. Like, mm-hmm. I still have the, the, like the, the congestion and the, like the headaches and all that kind of stuff. But so it's been like two weeks. I was sick for two days, but I've had symptoms for like two weeks now. Yeah, you were sick longer than two days. Uh, three days. Okay. Whatever. Like, but 
And I was sick. You know, I had 101 fever. Like, I've been sicker than that. You know, like, I've been sicker in my life. It's not the worst sick I've ever been. But this fucking thing is lasting. Mm-hmm. That's the bitch of it. Mm-hmm. For, for me, for Adam. Mm-hmm. Not for the others. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I but, can't believe I've had it four times. I want to know if anybody's had it more. I think I've had, I've had it more, I think, than anybody I know. And, and I don't go more. anywhere. You probably had it more than four times. You just didn't know, right? I don't know, but I, I don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how, like, people are, you know, I'm not, like, a social person, really. No, you're home in a cesspool of kid germs. Right. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like it's Ferris Bueller. Nine times. <laughs> He's been absent nine times. Um, yeah, so let's. Let's get this fucker started. <laughs> All right. Why are we cursing? Why? Why we don't? Well, we're no, always cursing. We don't normally curse this much, even to this point already, right? Fuck so you. fuck you. <laughs> right. No. Uh. Well, we we started the vices episode. You know, where we were talking about smoking and stuff, and you know how we kind of. So I I wanted to continue that a little bit, and also I don't know if people maybe they're aware, maybe they're not. We get. We get messages, you know, over the past, how long have we had this podcast? Four and a half years. Um, over the past four and a half years, a consistent, not very often, but sometimes a consistent message is love your podcast, love the content and everything. Wish I could share it with X, Y, and Z, but I can't because of the amount of cursing. Right? I don't get that. Okay. I don't th- I don't even think. Done. I'm sorry. I, I was th- fetching. Sorry about you're that. Fetching. Keep going. That's next. Yeah. So and 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 we'll get the you know I don't understand why you need to curse so much and you know and of course like there's no real answer to that. Why do we have to curse so much? I you know I, okay, I don't know, but because we're brilliant. Brilliant. No, that's true. It is true. I mean, we're not. We'll, but we'll get there. And and you know it is a consistent message. The other consistent message is I love the f bombs. I love you know it's. So relatable. It's it goes with, you know, we're not sitting here talking about topics that that don't that cursing doesn't really it's it's not like it, it it's anticlimactic. It's not like it doesn't fit. It's not like our person you 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 listen to the podcast and you're like, oh, my God, they curse. Like, it's not like we're classy to begin with or anything. <laughs> right. Like, oh, my God, Adam and Danielle curse. Right. Like the class on them has just diminished. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, I leave the house and I think people probably are like, oh, yeah, she probably drops a ton of F-bombs. But I think that. I think part of it is generational, right? I mean, some of it is just the people who I think are, and they admitted, they, they say it admittedly, you know, that I'm an older listener. Um, I love your podcast. I'm not going to stop listening. Or sometimes they say I am. But, you know, it's a generational thing, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I tend to answer these emails and these messages unless they're, being jerks about it you know unless it's somebody who's like you know you guys suck I can't you know whatever but if it's somebody who is legitimately asking why do you have to curse so much you know and they find it bothersome I do I I've written long emails back before because it is something that I feel very strongly about that I like you were about to say and I'll let you say it in a minute I don't understand the the issue with it Right. I mean, if we were sitting here 
calling everybody bitches or, you know, saying that, like, you know, uh, talking trash about everybody and, 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 and using bad language and using, you know, the C word or whatever constantly about people, which a lot of podcasts do. And I think whatever, you know, express yourself however you want. Are you trying to figure out what the C word is? I'm trying to figure out. I didn't know it became the C word. Well, for people who don't like us to curse, I'm not going to say it. And I actually, you know, that's a little generational for me, too. I'm not quite as comfortable with the C word because I don't love calling women that. Right. I I don't I just don't love it. I Mm -hmm. think it's I think I don't like calling women bitches either. I don't you know, I if I'll call my friend a bitch like to her face. I think that a lot of it has to do with um emphasis and and you know context and appropriateness and and that's one of the things that I think uh people get wrong about cursing I think there's this blanket idea of um people thinking cursing is bad or cursing is wrong or it's crass or it's you know um it's low whatever I don't even know low intelligence or whatever it is and I think the opposite. Quite the contraire. Yes. Yes. But I, I also think the opposite in the fact of just like language in general and so many different types of language, um, you need to know how to use it in the correct way. Right. And, and, when and to that use it. takes intelligence, yeah. that takes timing, um, that takes. Uh, an element of being quick on your feet and witty. Um, and it takes enough uh, social understanding um, to know the relevance, the appropriateness, all of the things, right? Because in a sense, if you want to curse um, and have it be, you know, for reasons of uh, humor or... Um, or emphasis or, you know, to express anger or whatever, you also need to do it in a way that that isn't going to uh, be um, pointed at somebody or, you know what I mean? Like there's a there's a way to use it. And I think that we tend to generalize way too much about cursing. Yes, I don't want I don't want to call somebody a bitch, you know, or something. I personally do not like doing that. However, I'll drop an F-bomb all day long mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just, in, in, in what context is that Well, I, I think the, the emphasis that the curse word you're using puts on the phrase of whatever you're talking about, it's just, in, it's, it's enhancing what you're trying to say. It's putting it, it's putting it on another level, right? Like I can say, "Hey, you're an a- not you, sweetheart. Oh, thank you. You're an asshole, right?" I could say that to somebody. "Hey, you're an asshole," and it's kind of like, "Oh, okay, I'm an asshole." If I say, "Hey, you're a fucking asshole," now you know, like I mean it. Yeah. Like, now you know, like I'm serious about well, it. Well, asshole's a curse too. It is know. right. So, I, 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 like, this is like double down. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the example I wanted to use. Like you're calling yeah. somebody an asshole, which is already using a curse word, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you double down on it, like you're a fucking asshole. Now I'm serious. Like now, you know, I mean it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like when I say, you know, you're an asshole. It's like, oh, okay, fuck it. I'm an asshole. Yeah, like whatever. The Dennis Leary song. Right. Thank- <laughs> I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. I'm an. All right. 90s kids. You'll remember that yeah, one. Yeah. 1993. <laughs> That's a great song. There it is. <laughs> Catchy too. <laughs> um, 
So I guess a little bit just for personal um, nostalgia, reminiscing, whatever. In my house growing up, um, and I'm writing the parenting questions book right now. And one of the things that I think about a lot is my mom's way of parenting. Um, and my mom was very much, in some ways, she's very much like fly by the seat of her pants, like doesn't give a shit. And in some ways, she is very uh, calculated and specific in her parenting, right? Like, we were allowed to curse, but it certainly wasn't a free-for-all by any means. And um, certainly, I don't think she liked us to do it a lot. Um, and she, there were definitely places that she didn't want us doing it. Did, did she curse at all? Cause she I, did. She doesn't now. Like, she, I don't know. She did. She does. She does, especially when making jokes with the kids and stuff. Oh, she, so you're saying she, she does now, like, She, with the kids. like, as a joke sometimes, like, she'll give the kids the finger and everything. Oh, really? I've never oh, seen yeah. or heard any of this. Yeah, you probably have, but you maybe it just didn't sink yeah. in. But um, not a lot. Again, okay. generational. But her father, you know, my grandfather was known for, you know, he was a very, like, raunchy, um, you know, he was a joke, a jokester, a joke teller. Uh, you know, he was just this overall kind of like, uh, just hilarious guy. Yeah, and, I wish and, I knew this guy. And I think a lot of funny people are they curse. I think that's a big part of humor, right? Because mm -hmm. there are these two sort of um, inappropriate things that really go together really well. And um, and so my mom very much was the type who was like, look, you can curse, you know, but there is a time and place and certain things we weren't allowed to curse about or at anybody. Um, and that has kind of stayed with me, except when I tell you to go fuck yourself, mm -hmm. which I do a lot, a lot, actually. All the time. Um, but I also think that, you know, if we slammed our toe against the door and yelled shit or, you know, we um, got up late and said, oh, motherfucker, I'm going to be late or like, I don't think she cared about any of that. Mm -hmm. I, and, and I think that um, back then, even more, there was uh, a lot of, you know, there were a lot of was the days of they were just starting, I think, to put like labels on, you know, rap songs and this and that and getting into the, well, what's appropriate for kids to listen to and what's not because before that there hadn't been curses in uh, in songs and on TV and everything. And so there was this new realm for parents of, oh, well, now we need to decide what are we letting our kids listen to and what are we not, right? It was right, a well, new thing. That reminds me, actually, because I remember... That was all like Tipper Gore, I think, Al Gore's wife. Yeah. She was the one who that did sounds the... Familiar. Yeah. yeah. I remember back in the 80s, I wanted to go buy the Anthrax I'm the Man single, and I couldn't do it because it had the explicit lyrics label, which was new on the cassette, right? So I had to have somebody over 18 come help me, you know, to buy it for me. Oh, you had to have somebody over 18 yes, buy I, it. Yes, I was not allowed to buy this cassette because right. it had I the think explicit when I label. Naughty by Nature. Yeah. Was, uh -huh. So, yeah. So, right. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, what your mom did makes a lot of sense, right? We'll get to that too. Like when you slam your toe in the door and you say fuck or shit or whatever like there's benefits to that and your mom probably knew this psychologically or like without knowing it she knew it like she's a smart lady right like so she let you curse when it was appropriate because 
there were benefits to it. Well, I don't which think we'll she knew to. the science behind it. I know no. there's like a science behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll, you know, I, I have a little bit of that. We'll get to that. But I'm just saying like, I, I you know, your mom just probably, I somehow kind of knew when it was right and when it was wrong. Yeah. I, my mom always picked her battles with us, right? I think she, right. she really did. She always picked her battles. There was a lot of stuff she didn't care about. And she grew up around cursing. Her dad cursed and her dad did inappropriate, funny stuff all the time. Um, and so I, I don't, you know, it wasn't a shock for her when we cursed mm-hmm. and it wasn't, but we were not, you know, we still had to be well-mannered. I, you know, I remember one time I went into the beauty salon with her and I started singing lyrics to a song that weren't appropriate. I think it was Madonna's Like a Virgin, which obviously now <laughs> is like totally tame, right. but back then wasn't. And she like put her hand over my mouth and she said, you don't sing that in public, um, which obviously now would be completely different. But at the time, um, but I could sing it at home. I played the record over and over and over again and sang it at the top of my lungs. She didn't say anything. Right. She said, save it till I take you to. Best little whorehouse in Texas, and then you can sing all you want. I don't think they curse in that movie. <laughs> I never saw it. I don't even know. But it, There's yeah, nudity, but I don't know if there's cursing. I got to look that up. Uh, but also, I think um, my, gra- my grandmother on my dad's side, my dad's mom, I one time cursed in front of her, and I had to write her a letter of apology. <laughs> so it was funny. like two totally different Yeah. You know, I mean, on the one hand, I was with my grandfather, and we were cursing left and right. And on the other hand, I was with my dad's mom and i had to write her a letter of apology. right that's funny so yeah yeah i don't i don't remember cursing at all at home i don't think there were i don't remember the rule i look i i've said this so many times i don't remember a lot of shit from like when i was a kid like i can't remember things that well but i don't remember cursing being a thing in my household and, and my parents didn't do it i don't think we did it like i don't think look but it I think my dad replaced the word fart with heart, right? So, like, it was to that level of we don't say bad words in this house, mm. but it was never like I, if it had, I don't remember being yelled at because I did it either. So, I don't think it was a thing on either way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you cursed in your house. I'm sure. And I, I don't remember my parents doing it. I don't remember my dad doing it a lot at all. You yeah. know, my grandparents never, I mm-hmm. never heard a curse word out of my parents' mouth. Um, Probably once in a while, if I'm out with my dad and we're out to dinner at like a business dinner or something like a curse came across here and like, but it wasn't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think there was any rule or any, like, I don't think it came up as a thing, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about us as parents with cursing? Oh, let's take a break. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have feelings about that. All right. Let's take a break. Right. Okay. I'm right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, so about our kids and our family and the way we do things, very different. Like I just said before, I don't remember cursing. I don't remember my parents cursing. Like it wasn't a thing to remember or if it happened, it happened, I guess, whatever. I just feel like now these days, 
with our kids, our nieces and nephews, our immediate family. Like, it's a constant thing. Like, it's all over the place. Is it? Ever, don't you think so? No. Well, I You're don't know if I like, even, I don't know if I even process it, really. Oh, my God. I feel like, well, first of all, every other word out of Ian's mouth is a curse, right? So we have to constantly be saying to him, like, look, there's a. Like, we get it. We know what you're trying to say. There's a time and a place. Make sure you're not doing this when you're in school or with friends. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's all the, like, it's a constant discussion. Whenever we're out with, you know, with family, with nieces and nephews, like, it's it's all the time. And I, it's, fu- like, I'm not against it. I think it's actually kind of funny. Like, I, I joke along, you know, with them with it. But it's so prevalent. It's so in your face. It's so constant. Like, I just don't. This was never the way it was back when I was a kid growing up. Right, right. So you don't don't even notice it, I guess. You know, I don't notice it. And I also think, um, listen, we have our kids and uh, our nieces and nephews and everything are all pretty successful humans. Like somehow, you know, they're all pretty like, you know, they've all done pretty well for themselves. I think that obviously Ian, as much as he, yes, at home, I sometimes say to him, like, it's enough you know, with the cursing, like it's enough. And, um, and a little bit, you know, on the one hand, I'm sure people are saying, well, see, you're a bad influence or whatever. But at the same time, you know, (laughs) I think that there are a lot of things that we do that a little bit, our kids, you know, have to understand we're adults and everything. And I'm like, I've motherfucking earned it. Yeah. But first of all, we we don't curse that much around. We do, but not a ton, like not enough to influence them to think that every sentence they say is supposed to be involved some kind yeah, of... Yeah, we definitely word. curse more on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Just we, by yeah. virtue of what the content is. And we're just two adults here talking without kids around. Like, right. You know, so we don't... This is not a normal family conversation of curses coming, you know, out all yeah. over the place. But I think cursing today is way more I don't want to use the word accepted because I don't think it is but it's more integrated within kids communication you know outside of themselves right like you know I employ 14 15 16 17 year old kids right and they're just they just talk and when they're in the aisles they're cursing and you know I have to go back and be like you know you don't do that when you're in a store you know Mm -hmm. um I've seen I've seen kids you know with parents you know in the backseat of a car and they're just, they, they fuck this and shit. And like, what, like I would never have done that, you know, with adults in a car. Like I would never have spoken that way back then. Mm-hmm. I, I think now it's more like, cause so it's not just our kids. It's, and they're not just learning it from us because it's everywhere. It's yeah. I think my boundaries with our kids are, um, well, me is 17 now. So, you know, maybe a little bit different with her, but you know, I, I think that they know, like, not they're not allowed to curse in front of other parents unless it's like my best friend who's you know practically their aunt um and and i think that a lot of it is again how it's who it's aimed at who what's the you know how are you using it what's the context of it i know a lot of the boys in i don't know if it's this area or if this is a more um national thing you know that happens all over but i know the boys ian age ian's age call girls bitches like in general like as a term they're like oh you don't get any bitches meaning like you don't make out with girls Ian knows he is never ever to say that Mm -hmm. I mean he he knows like I have you know heard boys say that and I have told him so many times 
and he knows and I and he knows the context behind it he knows why we, I've spoken to him you know about the the whole thing with um, respect and admiration and how you think about women and that he shouldn't use the word at all and, and you know it just isn't a word he needs to use and and I think that um, that talking about those things again with context I'm glad my mom put her hand over my mouth and was like, you don't say that here. And then I asked her why. And she said, well, it's a word, you know, and she told me the meaning behind the word. I didn't know the word. I, I was just singing it. You know, I was what, four or five years old when that song came out. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I think that putting context behind why or why not, instead of just saying we don't allow cursing in this house. Oh, sure. Because when you don't allow something, there's no chance for giving it context. If it doesn't happen, then how are you going to redirect them in the correct way? Well, right. Yeah. If you just say, look, you can't use those words and that's it. What are kids going to do? They're going to want to use them more, right? And not even understanding why or what they mean. And they're going to get punched in the face because yeah. they're going to use a word in a way that they shouldn't be using it. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to learn. I would rather them learn at home, you know, and have me be like, whoa, that is not the context you use that in, mm -hmm. you know, and, and not put them in the room and punish them, but... Talk to them about the context. And I am notorious with Ian's friends for doing that in the car. If a word comes on or a phrase or something in the lyrics that they're listening to, there are certain songs I do not allow in my car because it gives me a headache and I cannot take it. But I, there are, you know, if they're listening to an album or something, I will stop it, you know, push the button to turn it off and be like, what you just heard, why don't you ever say that? Why don't you ever repeat it? And I have them answer me. So, like, I do think that there's a sense of, you know, of context. So, and, 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 and teaching them that just, like, with any language, we need to learn how to utilize it, um, you know, in, in, in the correct way. Mm -hmm. I th by the way, I think we have to relabel this episode as the cursing episode because I don't think we're going to get to anything Yeah, else. we'll get to complaining. You <laughs> yeah, I think so? Sure. All right. All right. So, all right, fine. So the, then let's move on, right? So, mm -mm. okay, then let's not. You're not moving Please on. From, you're moving going. on from cursing? No. Oh, no, okay. To the next, because we, we got through topic two. So, you know, as usual in our right. style, we don't. That's why I'm saying, like, this is going to be the cursing episode. And okay. then we'll get to the other stuff. I don't, who knows? All right, whatever. But um, we touched upon this a lot already, but I wanted to lead up to, I don't want to forget about this part of it. Because mm -hmm. you asked me what I thought about cursing. And I already said this, but I think it's, you know, it. I think swearing helps to emphasize whatever you're trying to say, right? We already said that, mm -hmm. right? So it takes, like, if I call you an asshole, which is already bad enough, right? And then I say you're a fucking asshole. It, it emphasizes on you're being an asshole, right? So it takes it to that next level. That's what cursing does kind of broadly-ish, right? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I was trying to do this fast because I already did it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but... What I was trying to say before was there's benefits to cursing. And one of them being like there's been research done to show the benefits of, of cursing in, in a lot of different ways. And we said before, like, I think you already went into this enough, but, you know, the, the research shows smarter people curse more, right? And you... I won't get into it because you already did, mm -hmm. right? In the way you use it, in the context you're using it, and all those kinds of things, right? 
Um, honesty is one of them. Like when you're when you're honestly expressing your emotions with powerful words, then you come across as being more honest, right? So you're using these words and it just comes across as being a, as a more honest person, right? You believe somebody when they're using these words as opposed to not, right? Well, and a journalist um, did, uh, I didn't write down the information, but a journalist did a study on social media and took like, you know, 2,000 posts or something. I don't know if it was about the election or something like that. And he um, he did, uh, what's it called? F- you know, fact-based, fact-checking. fact-checking. And it turned out that the ones, the posts with cursing had a way higher percentage of being honest right. than the ones without cursing. So he actually like went and, and did a whole study on it and wrote an, like a whole thing on it mm-hmm. um, that, yes, on social media, that the ones that had cursing in it were more likely to be honest and factual and truthful. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like the trust me, bro posts, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actual, right. With actual like I'm not a doctor, and- but I play one on uh, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like what you were saying before, like profanity has shown to improve pain tolerance. Like when you when you slam your finger in a car door or slam your toe in a door or whatever, and you say, fuck, you know, like shit, it, it helps your pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. Like using those words really does. Like they did, a, there was this whole study done. I don't, I saw it. I watched it somewhere. I don't remember where, where they had a group of people put their hands in ice water. Right. And see how long they can leave it there. And then they had to do it again. And they had they were screaming, you know, F-bombs or, you know, like, fuck, this hurts or shit, this is cold or whatever. And they could last longer in the ice water when using words, you know, these words. That's so funny. Jonah watches this Netflix show called Brainchild. Like it's all about science. And one of the episodes they do that with kids, they have them put their hand in an ice bucket, just regular. That's where where I saw it. No, no, because they didn't, they didn't curse. They were like eight year old kids. They had them smile. They had to smile through the pain and smiling through the pain. They could, um, last you know a little bit longer but i guess it's similar but different yeah yeah. but but it was uh, whatever it was that i saw it was like much longer oh yeah like i'm sure it feels so much better to curse yeah i mean when you when you're playing a sport or whatever if you get hurt and you you know rolling on the ground in pain and you're screaming whatever the you know word you it is that you want to use oh fudrucker fudrucker it it just feels better like it makes it go away for a second like it just Whatever, whatever's happening in your brain, like that kind of thing. Um, and I thought this one was kind of cool. Like swearing allows us to relieve emotions rather than fighting. Right. So like, look at animals, right. When they feel threatened or you like, they feel they're in danger. They immediately attack. Right. Like look at our, our cats. (laughs) Right. We went outside, went close to them. Those cats were immediately like clawing at us and hissing and like, like ready to attack, mm-hmm. right? Like dogs are ready to attack. All these animals. That's what there's their that's their first inclination is to just to attack. We well, have to growl or hiss first. Well Yeah, but they're pretty close to like being right in there to just even our well, fucking dogs. Well, but their growls now, and their hissing is probably the fuck you get away from me. Oh, then you're just completely diminishing my point. Oh, <laughs> really? I thought I would be 
saying, oh, I'm sorry. No, don't be I sorry. I thought it because, would be no, this the, is going good, along with it. This is a good conversation, actually, because what I was going to say was we have the ability to, you know, if somebody pisses us off, to give them a finger, be like, fuck you, instead of attacking. We have words. We have these words to use. But that is in, in line with what you're saying. I'm saying that their hissing or their growling is their proverbial. I don't know. Is that even, I don't even know if that's I the right I was saying word. what differentiates first. us between us and animals, right? Like they, their immediate gotcha. instinct is to well, attack. Well, I think where. you tell somebody to leave you the fuck alone. And if they don't, if somebody doesn't leave somebody the fuck alone, right. the next thing is probably you're, they're going to get punched. Yeah, good point. So I guess it's the same. We're the same as animals. Same. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so so we don't hiss we we use words and fingers I yeah guess. <laughs> gestures yeah um yeah but well and oh go ahead did you have more for that no that was it for that but we should probably take another break oh is that okay do you have more in cursing yeah i do well i have i have something along these lines okay, too that you didn't mention that i sort of thought about is bonding i think cursing is a huge bonding thing i mean first of all i, I think it, it bonds over like I when I, I I did a study abroad one summer in Mexico, and I stayed with a, a host family um, in Mexico City, and and I was not I went there with my Spanish class, but I did not speak much Spanish. Like it was to the point where I would start to speak Spanish, and my host family who spoke English was like, "Dude, don't even try. You suck. We'll just speak English." Mm-hmm. The but the, the the first thing she taught me, my host sister, when I was there was how to curse in Spanish. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing she taught me because I guess she felt like that would help me, you know, with her friends or when we went out to clubs or, you know, that's just like the first thing. Think about with little kids, you know, and siblings. What's They sit in a sandbox and teach their little kid to say fuck, you know, their little sibling. Or, you know, you see a little kid and they say fuck and you laugh hysterically. Or, you know, you're at the office water cooler, you know, saying like how much your boss sucks, you know, and how shitty he is. And like a lot of that stuff kind of puts you on the same playing field. Yeah, I remember having exchange students come to my school from whatever country they came from. And that was kind of the first like lesson. It was like, right, hey, teach exactly. me how to say shit or fuck or exactly. bitch or like whatever. Like, yeah, teach it's me not how to even like words. how to teach me how to ask where the bathroom is. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, it's, how do I say fuck your mother? You know, it's like, <laughs> right. so uh, yeah, I I do feel like that's you know it, it is a big bonding thing. Um, and it's 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 interesting. So this um, wait, we have. We got all right. We're 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 just doing cursing for this episode. We still we still have more. Fine. And we got to take another break. So fine. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide, from their family flagship resort Club Med Punta Cana to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20 plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. All right. So I'm curious to know, because you asked me this question, I thought it was really good. What's your best line in a movie or show or a song or whatever where cursing just makes it better? 
Oh, well, for me, it was easy. It's just because I say it all the time. It's from Pretty Woman when she says, Kit, it's Kit, you know, the, the best friend who was yeah, her roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cinda fucking Rella. <laughs> right. So she says, you know, she comes to the uh, Rege Bev Will, the Regent Beverly Wilshire, to visit Julie Roberts, who now, you know, looks like she's, a, you know, like a high class, like millionaire and kit's still in her you know her regular mm-hmm. like clothes they're sitting at the outdoor table they're sitting outdoors yeah. yeah and she you know and she says i don't know maybe i don't know the exact what she says exactly but i don't know maybe it will work out maybe he's your knight in shining armor or whatever and vivian says you know i just want to know who it works out for you give me one example of someone that we know and kit goes name someone you want me to name someone what like give you a name or something and Viv says, yeah, I'd like a name. And Luca goes, oh, God, the pressure of a name. Cinda fucking Rella. I use <laughs> right. that Cinda fucking Rella all the time, even like when it makes no sense. I just have always loved that line. So that we should one. watch that tonight. That was a, that's a great movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. And also, um, you're, I can't really go into it because you won't appreciate it. I don't know if there is or is anybody out there who's a Tenacious D fan, but they just, their lyrics, their song lyrics and are just brilliant. And, you know, the cursing, I mean, they're dumb as shit, but they're brilliant mm-hmm. at the same time. So, um, you know, so tena- if there are any Tenacious D fans out there, you know which ones I'm talking about. Right. That reminds me of like a Mr. Show kind of thing. Not that they used cursing, but it was like so fucking dumb, but so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. T- tenacious D to me is just, I mean, I think Jack Black is right. brilliant. I mean, all right. So can you recognize this line? I'm sure everybody can. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Now go home and get your Really? You don't have it like immediately? Oh my God, give me a second. No, no, you should have had it by now. Go home and get your fucking shine box? Yeah. I don't know. The only movie you watch is Rocky. No, Goodfellas. When he's standing at when Joe Pesci's standing at the bar, right? He just got out of prison. No, No, his the other guy just got out of prison. Okay. I forgot his name. And they haven't seen each other in years, and he's fucking around with them and he's just messing with them. And he's you know, and, and Joe Pesci, you know, he used to like shine shoes, right? So when he was a kid and he hasn't known this guy for a long time and he, you know, they're fucking around and he says to him, now go home and get your fucking shine box and just pisses him off, right? It was kind of, it's it, it's kind of like what I was saying before, like you call somebody an asshole, like, all right, you're an asshole. You're a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, th- that that's disrespectful. That's like mm-hmm. to the next level, right? Right. So they fucking kill him, right? Obviously. Obviously, <laughs> but like just adding the fucking to like go home and get your fucking shine box mm-hmm. just takes that line to the next level, right? Like, you know, go home and get your shine box, right? That would like, be like, not, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, right, fine, yeah. I'll go get my shine yeah. box, you know, right? But so that that one to me just stands out, right? Um, yeah. And uh, do you have any any thoughts on what the movie with the most curse words ever was? No, because you did not ask me that. I know. I, oh. I found it out. No, but I do know the actor who is cursed the most on film ever is. Do you know? Is it Jonah Hill? It is Jonah Hill. Yeah, because Wolf of Wall Street is the most oh, is cursed it? in movie. Okay, so that makes so, sense. So uh, Wolf of Wall Street, you know, the Martin, was that Martin Scorsese? No, I don't think so. I think it might be. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it had 715 curse words in, in it. Oh, I would have thought more. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny because a lot, of, I think 
I think because of the emphasis on curse words and the way they stick out and the way um, we're so laser focused on them, I think it always seems like there are, it's a lot more than they really are because we concentrate on them so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they have like a, um, you know, like a ripple effect that goes into, you know, they, the, the emphasis that you were talking mm-hmm. about. It makes us feel like, because I also read something that said uh, the average person curses 0.7% of their daily vocabulary, of their daily, what is it, verbal talking? Yeah. Verbal talking? Sure, verbal talking. Um, it, it's 0.7%. She's in the... the the expert said someone who curses a ton, it's 3% of their daily okay. verbal So 3% talking. of the words they use in a day are... And that would be somebody who was like using fuck in like like all the, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. Like 3%. That, that's all it really is. But the average person curses, it's 0.7% of their um so so i think that seven uh, 715 while it doesn't because it's like what a three and a half hour movie you know while it doesn't sound like a lot it's a lot mm-hmm. um casino was on the top 10 list 606 curses straight out of compton 468 and in the top 10 beavis and butthead do america 414 <laughs> and Samuel L. Ja- L. Jackson because you know Pulp yeah, Fiction course. and everything when he found out that Jonah Hill holds uh, the movie curse world word record he goes that's some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> right well his is motherfucker right yeah that's motherfucker his, and he yeah. says it the best yeah of course yep um, what else do we have about cursing we might be done with cursing you, you already talked about definitely got mes- we got messages from people, right? Yeah. Um, oh, wait, you know what I wanted to say about that, which is kind of ironic, too. I mean, this is not a comparison to us whatsoever. But do you remember back when Howard Stern switched to Sirius? Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about, oh, he's doing this so he can curse. or oh, And when he did his first show on Sirius, somebody out there, you know, counted the amount of curses or curse words he used in the first show in the first week or whatever. Like that's what it was all about. Mm -hmm. But when you start listening to it, it's like, I don't even realize that he's cursing. Like it's, Mm. it's just, I get, I I don't want to keep saying this. It's just emphasizing whatever he's trying to say. Like I don't even notice that there's a curse there. Like it's just, it feels like more normal talk. Yeah, I think it's way, I mean, I'm not a big fan of when they do some of like the bathroom stuff and right. everything that they do. Like I hate, I hate all that stuff, which, you know, I'm, I know it's also innocent and whatever, all that talk, but I don't, you know, I personally don't like it. That bothers me way more, you know, than the, than the cursing. But, you know, again, it's all, it's innocent. So it's mm-hmm. not, but um, yeah, I, 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 I think that a lot. I think all about how, you know, and you couldn't curse on TV until, you know, I don't know, it was, I think they said that uh, Jefferson Airplane um, sang Motherfucker on the Dick Cavett show in 1969. Like it was an act, you know, it was like it slipped by mm-hmm. the, you know, and that was the first time that there was like a curse on TV it was Jefferson Airplane. Um, and then in 1983 on HBO, Eddie Murphy Raw um, he uh, said the F word more than 200 times. Mm-hmm. So, and then I guess it was, you know, all downhill or uphill from there right. or I whatever. Rem- I remember Raw being one of those things when I was a kid, like, 
oh, you don't watch that. Like, that's one of those things. Like, you can go and rent, like, a porn video before you watch Raw because of the language that he was using. Like, that's how bad it was, you know? But see, that's that's my whole thing is that, you know, it's also fucked up. You know, you you couldn't curse or or whatever on, you know, on TV, but... you, you know, there are people killing each other left and right. People, you know, you can you can uh, reenact a murder on TV and, you know, have somebody shot. But right. you couldn't say fuck. Right. You know what I mean? You could ho- do a whole thing about, you know, kidnapping or whatever. And and, you know, and I'm not saying that should be done away with. I just think it's insane that you couldn't say the word fuck. But you could turn on the TV and a kid could be in front of the TV and like, you know, on a cable channel or on channel six, you know, law and order or whatever. Somebody's getting shot or strangled or beaten to death or whatever. Like, it's just it's so interesting to me and so ass backwards that, you know, these silly words that we have somehow decided along the way have this you know, negative connotation have taken on, have, have, have had more rules around them than so much more, um, I think, you know, questionable stuff mm-hmm. for kids to see. Right. I oh, mean, sure. You know, I, I think that there have been, you know, situations and lyrics that were probably pretty terrible and had pretty terrible connotations that didn't have, cursing or explicit language quote unquote that were were fine for kids to listen to but then you know you throw a curse word in there and all of a sudden it's explicit right do do you remember the first tv show that you heard a curse on i don't no Mm-mm. i remember watching in living color and one of the actresses said bitch that was the first curse i remember this that i ever heard on tv hmm yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was so excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I was like, and and it's progressively getting, I guess, better. Right. Like we're seeing we're more words are allowed like every year. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're seeing that. Um, I know, like, I, I think South Park is a great example. Right. They use bleeps on purpose, you know, in the beginning, right, on Comedy Central. But as it went on, more and more words were allowed. But, like, now if you watch it on, like, Hulu or something, it's cursing Yeah, like, the Kyle whole is the one. He curses the most, I think, on South Park. Right? Um, no, it's Cartman. Oh, Cartman. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but, like, it's just you see the progression of what's allowed, when it's allowed, you know, which words are allowed, mm-hmm. right? You know, you can say ass, but you can't say asshole. Right. You know? Right. Always. It's always been the weirdest thing. It, so, like, you see the development and the progression of, you know, what you're allowed to say and what, you know, yeah. which, what, yeah. at what point is ass okay, but asshole's not. And then asshole is. And then, you know, it's totally. Whole, yeah. So, right. No, it's, uh, it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much of it that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a word that, you know, there's like three forms of curses, right? There's there's the holy, I guess, curses, you know, damn and hell and all that stuff. The well, religi- gotta, religious base. You got to watch George Carlin to, you know, the seven the seven words. Yeah, and then there's like the bodily functions, shit and, you know, piss and all that stuff. That's two of the George Carlin words. And then... What, what, what Do you know them? You have no idea, th- do you? No. 
we'll do a thing on. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to look. I don't know. Motherfucker tits. Um, I don't know them off the top of my Hawk, head. Probably. No. The it's seven words you can't say on TV. Shit, piss, fuck, motherfucker, cocksucker, tits. Yeah, something. Cock. Yeah, something like that. Well, anyway, so um, I think. Wait, what was I saying? Uh, Before you interrupt. I always interrupt. I'm sorry. No, I interrupt too. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, that there that and then the sexual ones. So it's like you know religion. Uh, bodily functions and sexual and those are and uh, somewhere along the lines ever someone was like those are terrible words and we shouldn't use them you know meanwhile you know I, I just think that there's so many better things to you know just make sure you say please and thank you and you know <laughs> right. like if, welcome to my home all are welcome here this is a safe space you know, like yeah. those but, but, are the things that I want people to know. All are welcome. You know, I'm accepting and I'm embracing. And, you know, if you want to and you feel like you need to say fuck in my house, you go ahead. <laughs> Except if it's at you know, somebody. At you or at yeah, somebody. Yeah, no, don't else. call anybody a moron. That's a, not nice. A moron? Yeah. Real? Moron. Moron. I don't want anybody called a moron. It's not nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but again, with the we, we didn't talk about sexuality too, right? So the emphasis again, this just keeps coming up, right? Like what what do you you know when you're when you're having sex with somebody and you're really into you know you're into it? What do you do? You're like oh you know fuck me or like oh my fucking god or I'm dying for you to say that tonight. <laughs> but like these are the words you use just to you're already doing something that's fucking amazing, mm -hmm. and you're just elevating it with these words. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Fuck is a good word. Make love to me. Make love to me. That's what they would. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, that's what what? That's what I would. No, I wouldn't say anything. I know you wouldn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll text you during. <laughs> You'll text me. <laughs> You'll spell it out on my back. Right. <laughs> with your finger. Um, you think it's my finger. Yeah. I, well, my. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What? 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 Who? I don't even know what you said. It really. Matter. Do we need to erase it? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Because I didn't really get it. It was kind of a dig on me. And oh, good. Not, not bad. Oh, my you. thing is a finger. Got yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mark Twain said, wait, what did Mark Twain said? I thought, thought this was interesting. Mark Twain uh, said, there ought to be a room in every household to swear in. It's dangerous to have to repress an emotion like that. Mm -hmm. So like... I was reading something, a, a guy wrote an article about how he only lets his kids curse in the car. That's the only place they're allowed to curse. They can curse as much as they want in the car, but once they're out of the car, wherever they go, they're not allowed to curse. Hmm. So, and I had actually said this to a friend recently, um, you know, with um, that, her, the daughter, she was talking to the daughter. I said, you know, maybe you could have like a room in your house where you guys talk and that's like your space, you know, and nothing leaves that room, right? Like that, you know, we were just talking. I'm, I'm no therapist, but it was just an idea. But then I was thinking, I like kind of what Mark Twain said, like maybe, you know, if you're not comfortable with it being in the whole house, maybe there's a room that someone can go and shut the door and scream fuck or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I think that, I, I think it's true. I think repressing all that stuff is, um, is hard. And I, I personally, I think it's, you know, it's not productive. Like for what? No, it's definitely a re you know a relief. It's you know it's something that we need to do just to. What other way is there to you know extinguish this, you know 
either pain or rage or feeling or emotion or like that's just an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. And it works. Yeah. So we should be fucking doing it. Fuck yeah. Right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Are you, um, do you think I curse more than you? Oh, yeah. Are you embarrassed of the fact? No, that? not at all. Oh, you don't care. But I, I think you're like a hundred times more than Yeah, me. definitely. Yeah. Well, I also think that you just said you didn't, you weren't raised. Right. I wasn't. Cursing. Yeah. Right. I, I, I enjoy the, you know, the curse from here, you know, from mm-hmm. here or there, you know, but uh, <laughs> no. You allow yourself one curse a day. Yeah, I put a dollar in the jar every time I do it. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine if I had to put a dollar in the jar every time but, I no, curse? No, you're a hundred times, you know, mm-hmm. way more than I am. Mm-hmm. But you no, know, I think it's, you know, I, I, I think there is, you know, this like cuteness to it almost. Like I, I you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I don't want to say I, I enjoy it, but like I, you know, I, yeah. I respect it. I, I know where it's coming from. I know why right. it's happening. Like I, right. I like it. Well, and it's so funny because our kids, as we even we were saying about Ian with his cursing at home and everything, you know, on his, he, he, when he gets his report card and, you know, we both talk about the fact that when he's at home, you know, again, he can, we, he's a 14 year old boy or mm-hmm. now he's 15, 15. but, um, you know, he can be. I a 15-year-old boy. Yeah, a 15-year-old yeah. boy. Uh, but on his report card and when I speak to his teachers and everything, it's always he is the most courteous, polite, well-mannered, you know, like, so he knows when and when not, mm-hmm. you know, and he also knows even if he does it too much at home and we say to him, stop doing it so much at home, that's, we're not really angry. He's not going to get in trouble. Um, you know, there's way more battles to get in trouble over her and you know right. in no, our household look, as long i think you and i both agree as long as it's not directed at somebody with harsh you know like right and there are words he's never allowed to say of course and then none of, of our us. kids are right. never are never allowed well, to say and me too right like, right you'll yell at me when i say some words too right so. oh yeah <laughs> but no as long as they're in a context that we're okay with it's relatively okay for you know for him to be using these words Mm -hmm. until it gets you know he's a 15 year old boy like when when it's too much it's like all right shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) right exactly yeah enough yeah you know yeah um do you have anything else no i don't i I love when older women curse like I'm listening now, not that she's old by any means, but I'm right now. My obsession is uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I'm like listening to all these interviews with her and stuff. I just think she's brilliant and hilarious mm-hmm. and all these things, and she curses a lot, and mm-hmm. I love it. I feel so much more bonded and connected to her. Like yeah. I love it every time she curses. I'm like, I like you even more. <laughs> you know, Jane Fonda curses, and you know, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like it's. It just, it, you connect to them on whatever level that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I do. I think that it's... You're like, oh my God, you curse. I curse. Right. We're best friends. Yeah, yeah. we are best friends. Right. We are. <laughs> she doesn't know it, but we are. Right. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, so l- this is so the thank you for fucking listening. <laughs> if you could fucking rate and review... We will get to fetching and binging on the fetching. next episode. I said that. Kvet- no, you, you said fet- fetching. No, fetching. No, I, you're not hearing. Fetching. You're not hearing my K. Fetching. You were. You, I'm it more, was a silent K. I'm more Jewy than you, so uh, you're really not. No, I'm not at all. No, but that's how you do it properly. Fetching. Uh, no, I, that was too emphasized. Fetching. 
No. Yes. It's not a silent K. It's not silent. I'm I'm doing it with my throat fetching. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying fetching. No. Like fetch. Good no, boy. You're not hearing it. Kvetching. Fetching. Fetching. <laughs> I'm doing the K. Okay. You're doing the K. <laughs> All right. Yes, please. Rate and review, motherfuckers. <laughs> right. Please. Exactly. All right. We love you guys. We will see you next week. Fucking love you. Fucking love you. Bye. Bye.